For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Use the code word REBEL for a discount on pillows, sheets, pet beds, and everything else at MyPillow.com. Woo! Rebels, it's that time! Can you feel it? Are you ready to be a great parent? Do you want to feel like you're back on your honeymoon? Well, we believe in you and God believes in you. Rebels, it's time to join the rebellion. It's time for Rebel Parenting. What's happening, Rebels? Hope you are having a great week. We got some good pod for you today. We got a Moms on the Mic episode with our friend Carrie Pomerale. Ooh-wee. She is... An amazing, amazing woman. Great stand-up comedian, great author, single mom. I mean, she has got it all. You're going to love this program. Today's broadcast is sponsored by Liberty Health Share. Who, Laura and I use Liberty Health Share, and it has saved our necks a number of times. Highly recommend them. Thanks to Liberty Health Share for sponsoring the Rebel Parenting Podcast. Let's dive into it. Here is Carrie Pomerale on today's Moms on the Mic edition of Rebel Parenting. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Moms on the Mic. Good morning. Mm, we are excited for today's show. We have Carrie coming with us all the way from you're in Hollywood, right? Yep. Yes, ma'am. Mm, and oh. get ready to laugh today. <laughs> yeah. We've already been laughing. Yes, it's going to be a great mm. interview. So yeah, you better make us laugh because I just set you up to make no. us laugh. <laughs> that's, that's the worst. Ladies, I'm not funny till at least I've had three more cups of coffee. Like, this is, Amen. Like, I mean, I got to down some of my kids Halloween candy and we'll get funnier. Yes. Well, but, I was I met a comedian and the person with me is like, well, tell me something funny. And he's like, that's the one thing comedians always get asked. Like, well, tell me a joke. I always say, like, I don't have an answer for that. And then they'll be like, say something funny. And I just go, like, nice shirt. Like, I have nothing. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? What do you say to that? It's like, And then a- you just look rude. I'm like, if you want to give me cash, like, that's fine. I'll tell you a joke. <laughs> I'll get a good one for uh, you. All right. Well, Carrie, can you introduce yourself to our listeners and explain where you're at? Your book, oh, all of the things. Uh, I'm in freezing cold LA. It's like 64. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm wearing Ugg boots with no socks. Uh, I am no. a comedian. I'm a mom. I'm a writer, uh, television and books. And I'm a, geez, a carpool driver and mm-hmm. Girl Scout mom. And, you know, all the other titles, supermodel. I add supermodel because I think our words have power. So I just keep putting it out there. Yes. But so I'm, an actor. I'm an out of the closet Christian in Hollywood. I'm one of the four wow. uh, Christians. And yeah, so I'm just running around doing a lot of comedy and ministry and loving it. Mm, that's awesome. I admire you. Mm-hmm. Doing sure. the drill. Yes. Well, I wanted to ask, what is it like being a comedian and a mom in LA? Like, yeah. what do you push up against the most in your community that you hang out with you know it's really funny because people have this like view of LA and I think any city is what you make of it like yeah I don't think everyone in Colorado smokes pot every morning but like (laughs) but they do (laughs) there's a lot like there's a little like my kids are in Christian school I live in the most adorable neighborhood I know all my neighbors the only difference is my house costs 12 million dollars like right. basically yeah i'm only exaggerating a little but like it's just <laughs> the insanity of what everything costs like when i pay my rent every month i have to give them like a kidney cuz it's crazy <laughs> but i've chosen 
a really like suburban kind of lifestyle. So I work in Hollywood and I work in comedy and I have other comedian friends that are moms and it's always a joke. Cause they'll call me at nine 30 and like, I'm driving to a show. And I was like, I'm going to bed. Like we, <laughs> we can't talk, but I started comedy single, not married and did my boot camp season of traveling and going to the open mics and all that stuff. I don't know if I could do it now. Cause mm. I'm tired mm. at like six 30. You know what I mean? And so Amen. I do the shows. I do the shows and I travel and there's a lot of adrenaline and Jesus involved with it. But I think <laughs> when you find your tribe, I have amazing Christian friends. I go to amazing church and amazing prayer meetings. And California Christians are real Christians. They don't have to be Christian. So uh, I hmm. found a lot of authenticity that I might not have found in other places. Wow, that's, that's a really refreshing. Yeah. I love that perspective, mm. just that they're choosing. They don't have to be. No. <laughs> right. That's they so want to cool. be. Mm. Right. Awesome. Well, so with your book, Proverbs 32, I have to say I opened it up because <laughs> I'm the bookwoman over here. And I totally burst out laughing because mm. I was like, that is hilarious. Confessions of a Proverbs 32 woman. How I went from messed up to blessed up without changing a single thing. Mm-hmm. What I liked about how it's deeper than you would say, like, yes, it makes you laugh, but it also makes you like when you gave the distinction of Mary and Martha, and I was thinking more deeply about that. So if you are listening, yes, this book will make you laugh, Mm -hmm. but it will make you pause and think about like, huh, what do I really believe? Is that accurate? Or, you know, Mm -hmm. so thank you for... I hope it made you cry a little because I think a good... (laughs) book makes you laugh and cry and like you know and I wrote a lot of it you know one o'clock in the morning and like a little you know tears or Mm. whatever and I'm like I don't know if I should put that in a book but the whole reason I wrote that book is because I wanted the stuff that wasn't going in other books to get out there like all of the dysfunction and all of the loneliness and all the stuff Mm. that we deal with Mm. I wasn't finding it for me Mm -hmm. a lot and so every time I write a book, it's because I want to buy that book on mm-hmm. the shelf. And yeah. It's not there yet. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh. Well, I have at least a handful of really close friends, like in my top, what do you call those? The special people? Or I don't know, not special top people. <laughs> top, your top, top five. five trap. But there like on my phone, women that I have been friends with since back in the day, and they are all single moms. And I get oh, really? co- yeah wow yeah all I mean my closest mm-hmm. friends are all single moms right now mm-hmm. and people. some of them want to get remarried some of them want to find a mate so they can share the burden but what I hear most from them is what you said is it's taking a tribe like I need a tribe around me to make this mm-hmm. would you agree with that and- or like. Yeah, well, I have an ex-husband who kind of like hangs out on my couch all the time. So I have a peculiar situation. Mm, okay. <laughs> he uh, he takes out my trash for me and we're divorced. So I, we may be, you know, happily divorced, which is sad because we didn't want to be divorced. And don't let me downplay mm. what divorce can do. Mm. And it was not, you know, my choice or anything. He had suffered with, um, He's very open about it, but he suffered with bipolar disorder and Mm -hmm. still is battling that. And that can take a toll on a marriage like I've never seen. And so we co-parent really beautifully, but yet I am the breadwinner and I am solely responsible. Mm. You know, my kids are in my house all the time. 
they live with me. They it's all the time, all the time. And mm-hmm. so I have a new respect for single moms that are doing it without an ex-husband who takes out the garbage. You know, it's just so hard. Parenting yeah. is supposed to be done with two parties. Yeah, that's the way God intended it. Like, mm-hmm. let's not beat her on the bush. So okay. if we're forced into a situation to be in a club, we didn't want to be a member of. We really have to lean on God and say, like, help me find the help that I know you're going to send me. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. I like the assuredness of it. I have a girlfriend. She just moved from California and she is single now and divorced and living here in the Springs. And she has not the Springs is totally I don't want to downplay on the Springs. I like it here, Colorado Springs. But she said it feels like people are going to catch the disease. Like it's a disease I'm, since I'm divorced. I, yeah. and it's hard in church circles culture. for singles. I'm actually doing a tour with a comedian named Bob Smiley right now. Yeah. Called single is not a four letter word because we wanted to minister to singles. But the thing that I found, which is so hard, is you know, I lived that war room existence. I prayed. I had my prayer closet. I cast out all the demons for 12 years. And then I got divorced and I became a happier, better person. And that sounds like anti-Christian or something. But the truth is, mm. most of the time you're getting a divorce because there's something really, really wrong happening or you're in an abusive situation or it's really mm. wrong. Right. So it's not to feel sorry for someone that's divorced. It's just to support them. But they may be better off instead of right. trying to push them back into a bad situation. I'm actually a better mom now. I'm a better person. I cry less. I don't fight with my ex-husband yep. the way that we used to have those pressures mm-hmm. as a married couple. I know that's not God's first choice. Yeah. But sometimes you can look at somebody who's a single mom and be like, okay, you're better. Yeah. And like give them the grace to be okay with that. Mm. I love that. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. And so grace-giving, that right. perspective. Yeah. As a single mom, and in your journey of writing this book, and you saying that you wrote a book because you needed the book, so how do you find time to really dig into yourself? Because it seems like there is a lot less time for just you. There isn't yeah. that shared responsibility, or there could be, but... Yeah. So how do you feed back into yourself? How do you step into that Proverbs 31 woman (laughs) and just pulling those together of how do you feed your soul, your spirit and for you? I need intentional fellowship. I need a Bible study. I need something that wants me to show up where I'm going this morning. And if I don't show up, they're going to be like, why? Or Mm. I need prayer meetings. I'm a verbal processor. You're married to one of those. Your hubby (laughs) is like me. Yeah. I need people. I thrive on it. It's what makes me tick. And so if I can't find a prayer meeting, I'm going to host a prayer meeting. Now, the other thing is I'm intentional about the structure of getting in the word. Now, for me, that means trying to do a Bible in a year because I'm a type A rolling competitive person and I'm competing with myself to make sure I make it, which God's like, I get it. You have to make everything a contest. But <laughs> have a fit plan. Bit. Right. Right. Totally. <laughs> if I don't have a plan, people like me, mm-hmm. I just won't do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like if there's no plan and there's no structure and there's no accountability. So for anybody listening, it's not that you have to go join a Bible study or whatever, but mm-hmm. like Find what works for you. Like maybe you have a friend and you're like, I wrote my books with question and answer in scripture because I was like, maybe groups will go through this together. And there's also Mm -hmm. a companion devotional. 
but maybe you have one friend who you could meet over thank you over mm-hmm. skype with or something don't feel pressure like it has to be this huge group mm-hmm. but i kind of feel like if i don't do those things everything else is off and i find myself being crankier and meaner mm-hmm. yeah and more hateful and then i'm <laughs> like oh because that other stuff in my life is off yeah, yeah. Mm, i find that the same thing for me if i'm not doing what i need to do to stay my best then i'm cranky at ryan i'm cranky right. at the dogs just mm. pissed off more or less yeah. yeah yeah well and i totally resonated in your devotional when you talked about having a structure and going through the bible in the year and really struggling with because right now i'm doing reading through the psalms till the end of the year and there's definitely a pull in me to be like oh I missed yesterday. Mm. And so now I'm going to double up and not learn anything. I'm just going to read through it just so I can check it off. Instead of really honing in and being like, you know what? It's okay if I missed yesterday or I missed the Bible in the year for the last week. But really focusing in on what is the Lord saying Mm. today? Like, it's okay. There's grace in that. And there's grace in structure. And sometimes the structure doesn't work or it's not feasible that Mm -hmm. day. Because in your devotion, you talked about how kind of letting that go and letting Mm -hmm. him really just speak into the day that you have today instead of worrying about, oh, I missed three days in a row Mm -hmm. and now I got to catch up and not learn anything. And And also it's all about grace. Like Proverbs 32, if you ask Mm -hmm. me what it is, it's, it's the grace of the modern woman. Like Proverbs 31, I wrote her a letter in the book and I was like, Hey, and then she writes me back in part of the book. And she's like, you guys have so much more stress. You have so much more anxiety than we ever did. And it's giving yourself that grace to be like, okay, I can't make it to church today. So we're all going to watch Veggie Tales and then talk about it. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Like there's been Sunday mornings where I'm like, it ain't happening. Yeah. It ain't We're going to watch a super book with my kids. And like, they're learning the way I was raised, like Catholic, like ride or die, you know, like you show up. <laughs> You do your 45 minutes, you get the communion and then leave. And so I want to raise my kids at God and church and all that stuff is seven days a week. It's not legalistic. And I think that there's so much pressure on women today Mm. that I wanted Proverbs 32 women, you know, hashtag hot mess for Jesus. That's like the hashtag of the book Mm -hmm. is like embrace your non Pinterest, non crock pot, like girls. I got an Instapot for my birthday. That was almost a month ago. I can't even turn the thing on. Yeah, I'm I hear you. And I'm like, but I'm cool. Like, you know, I went to Costco. I bought the chicken again. Mm-hmm. You know, let's make a new game of how mommy's going to cook Costco chicken again. Mm-hmm. But God's like, look, you fed them. You won that battle. Mm-hmm. Yep. You won. They eat dinner, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with more Rebel Parenting. What's happening, Rebels? Did you miss the healthcare open enrollment period? Because it has ended. But not to fear, you can enroll for Liberty HealthShare any time of the year at libertyhealthshare.org rebel. Why? Because that's what Laura and I use. I got to tell you, when we got a 70 plus thousand dollar bill for her cancer surgery, I praised the Lord for Liberty HealthShare. They took care of everything. I'm not kidding. Everything. Oh, I thought we were going to have to sell our house when I got a bill that big. I called my rep at Liberty Health Share and she was like, oh no, we take care of this. And they did. You can get plans starting as low as $199 per month. 
They've got plans for singles, couples, families. You can choose the ideal package for your situation. Plus, Liberty HealthShare has no network, so you're free to pick your own doctor, hospitals, and provider. I got to tell you, this came into play when we were in California and Laura had uh, appendicitis and had to have an appendectomy all of a sudden out of the blue. What happened? Liberty HealthShare took care of the entire thing. So join Liberty HealthShare any time of the year. You can join right now. Plans starting as low as $199 per month. Go to libertyhealthshare.org slash rebel. That's libertyhealthshare.org slash rebel. It's what Laura and I use and we recommend it. God bless. Welcome back to Rebel Parenting. Did you miss us? So did you feel like when you were writing Proverbs 32, woman, that through your life experiences, that that's like how it got birthed? Because I feel like you're really passionate about helping women live in that grace. And me too, because I see the legalism and I see the stress just surrounded yeah. of like even people driving into carpool, like, oh, I got to look a certain way, carpool, mm, I got to put yeah. my makeup on and, you know, do all these things. And- oh, oh, yeah. I've, well, I've been talking about Proverbs 32 woman for many years in my mm. act. You know, she rises late and her kids make her breakfast. I don't plow. <laughs> so it's always been a you know, as a comedian, but I had several publishers that are like, Oh, I don't get it. I'm like, no, no, trust me. Would you just trust me? And you know, the whole cover of like the book and the woman with her face scribbled out, like it's a crime scene or it's crayons. It's that thing where as I was writing and I, you know, I wrote the Fitbit in church chapter about how I wore my Fitbit in church. And then I was overcompensating during the worship, trying to get my steps in and God is like, you're a flipping hilarious idiot but I love you and I love that you're trying to get steps in your charismatic church but so it's like me writing those chapters about getting Botox and then breaking out in hives like I've done everything that there is to do you know in my life and so I tried to write the book Mm. to be like if you think you're messed up you don't even know like you you can't even play who goes to Beverly Hills and gets Botox and has to get like allergic reaction hives treatment? You know what I mean? So, it was, and then I did it again. I'm like, it was worth it. Uh, so <laughs> it's worth it. Give it to me. Uncensor myself of being like, let's take the mask off, mm-hmm, you know, yeah. and you guys do that so well with your other podcasts with, you know, with rebel parenting. And, mm. you know, I've always appreciated Christians that are like, dude, check out my tattoos, dude, check out my life. Mm-hmm. It's not as rosy as our parents want us to believe it is. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. our generation is much more open in a good way mm-hmm. about just taking the mask off and being like, here's me. Yeah. So I hope that the book speaks to those women that are looking for something a little real, yeah. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Pretty raw. Mm-hmm. Pretty authentic. Mm. Thank you. Yeah. I'm I mean, if you guys ever watched a Bible study video <laughs> and the woman is so pretty and I stare at her and her hair never moves. I'm not going to name names. <laughs> and I was like, I can't focus. <laughs> is that in real? Like, How did she get even, <laughs> Totally. I can't. I'm totally in another planet mm-hmm. of how I'm not measuring up and maybe I should get my eyes done or maybe did she have a neck lift? Like I'm literally like obsessing yeah. <laughs> over how perfection mm-hmm. some of the, and it's not their fault. They're pretty or gorgeous or, you yeah. know, all made up and like super glittery. And so, <laughs> like I said, I'm like, I do a lot of these podcasts in like a baseball cap and no makeup and I threw lipstick on. So you would think I tried, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Well, I think for most women, that's just so refreshing because Mm -hmm. I know for me, as soon as I share something 
about my hot mess with another woman, they're like, really? Yeah. And then it's like, wow, you don't even know me. First is my first thought. Like, (laughs) only if you knew the hot mess that I am, then we'd have a different conversation. But soon as I break that mold with Mm -hmm. someone, and I find it in top ministries to top political leaders Mm -hmm. all across the country, there's just this... (sighs) Yeah. Like, I don't have to have it all together. You find in your position because you know, you're a person that is known in Christian circles, that there's an expectation that you have it all together. Oh, like, I feel like sure. ministry leaders, they're like, your marriage must be amazing. Yeah, and, you guys, and our like, children must be amazing because right. we have oh, all the books. Perfect. I mean, you get like all the books for free yep. from all the generations. Oh, for and sure. It's got to be a pressure for you a little bit. Oh, it definitely was. I think especially in my early years. Now I'm 15 years into being in the family so it's a lot different when i first arrived it was shocking because i'm Mm. from cali i'm from i'm from santa Ana, and so i thought like i was half spanish half mexican you know (laughs) growing up there and then coming into the dobson family it was all this pressure of like i should know the bible i should know the biggest one was like i'd have other people from a nazarene background and at that time, I didn't know what that meant. Mm-hmm. And they're like, they would just start talking to me like I knew exactly what they were talking about. Just all these assumptions. And I'd just go back to Ryan. I'm like, I had no idea what that person was talking about. <laughs> so I think for like two years, I was just in this haze of like, mm-hmm. what am I doing? How did I end up here? Yeah. And all my, like, all my friends like laughing. The Markle of the Dobson family. Mm-hmm. Yes, totally. Like, Yes. Totally. Of the doctor. But true. all my friends from back in the day would be like, how did she end up there? I got that a lot. Because <laughs> yeah. it, it is only God that I ended up to be here married to Ryan. There's no other. Uh, it's a perfect you setup. Can't, <laughs> you can't look through it logically like our families are well, exact opposites. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> exact opposites. But anyway, so I have a heart for all my friends that are out there that are doing this walk alone. And mm-hmm. my heart goes out to them and I want to support them. And sometimes I don't know how. Sometimes it's like, well, um, I just you know love what? Invite them over on a holiday. Mm. That's like a big thing because single moms sometimes like don't have anywhere to go. I wrote a chapter about being lonely on Easter. It was so cute because I wrote this book like two and a half years ago. And my friend Debbie just texted me and she's like, do you want to come over for Thanksgiving? And I was like. Yeah, I totally do. I'm going to be by myself on Thanksgiving. Thanks for reading my book. Uh, (laughs) Just like honestly spending time with them because single moms assume that all married people are busy like all the time with your nuclear family. So they don't want to bother you. Mm. So just being like, hey, do you want to catch a movie or can I come over and just like hang out with you? Yeah. Because you can't leave your kids or whatever that is. Mm. Or even obviously the obvious is giving them a couple hours of a break because some single moms have like zero break ever Mm. from their, you know, they have no support. They have no childcare. So even like two hours to go, Oh, like, let me have the kids over Saturday morning so you can go get a manicure. Mm. Like that kind of stuff just is amazing. Priceless. That's an awesome Mm. idea. I have like a couple of people in my head that are popping up. Yeah. I just had my neighbor pop into my brain. Okay. (laughs) And like, don't assume that they have somewhere to go on Thanksgiving. Don't assume that they have somewhere to go on Christmas morning. Like they may, they may not, Mm -hmm. you know, and it can be really lonely on the holidays. It's a hard time. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Well, thank you for that tip. And like stuff like 
that you take for granted that you have a family to help you get a Christmas tree. Like, you know, you have Mm -hmm. a dude to be sexist, to be like, okay, can you help put that up? Mm -hmm. But having like your husbands or whoever to offer to help a single mom, Mm -hmm. like get Christmas tree or like do some stuff around the house or maybe her birthday's coming and you want to help the kids get a card for mom. Like Mm -hmm. they don't have that kind of stuff. So when Mother's Day comes Mm -hmm. or Christmas comes, just the fact that you might have said to their, if you found a way to do that, mm-hmm. you know, to their children, oh, here, I'm going to help you get a gift for your mom. That's it. Like, because they don't idea. have right. the built-in nuclear family that's going to do that for them. Right. Yeah. Mm. Thank you. That was good. Good yeah. tangible pieces mm. of advice. All right. So I have a question before we head off here. Mm. So this was just something that I would love to hear is what is the Lord teaching you now after you have written this book in this season? What is the Lord stirring in you and what is he calling on your heart for? I think what the Lord is teaching me is to stay in my lane. Like, Mm. I don't have to do all things all the time. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I don't have to go be an inspirational corporate speaker. And I thought I wanted to go do that. And I did that for a while, but there wasn't favor on it. And God's like, you don't need to go talk about better customer service. I want you to go preach the gospel and like pray for people and like heal the sick. Mm -hmm. And like, that's my jam. And I love making people laugh. So not trying to be all things to all people, just because that looks like a better pond Mm -hmm. to swim in. Mm -hmm. He's like, I blessed you like bloom where you're planted Mm -hmm. and then watch me work. Mm -hmm. That's good. So what does that look like? So if you're blooming where you're planted. I'm writing movies for the Hallmark Channel, which is very exciting. Talk about Bloom Where You're Planted. I'm with my wonderful friend in my kitchen eating guacamole. And I'm, you know, promoting the books and doing comedy. For me, a lot of roads just lead back to comedy. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I can try to be a serious speaker. And I love to preach and I love to do ministry. But God has blessed me with the gift to make people laugh. Mm -hmm. And that is my ministry. Mm -hmm. So touring, I love writing. I'm hoping these books bless people. Mm -hmm. And as we know, in the book world, you have to sell enough books and bless enough people. So they let you write another book. Mm -hmm. But I enjoy writing. I just enjoy making people laugh. Mm -hmm. Well, you do a good job of it. Thank you for doing that. Real quick, I have one more question. How have you used laughter as healing? Mm. Like your own story or other people's story? I think when I'm doing the ugly cry and I'm down on my face and then I find M&Ms under the bed and I just laugh because I was like, oh, the Lord sees me. The Lord is faithful. But in my ugliest moments, like when I'm being totally attacked Mm. i just laugh at the devil i was like dude do you not know i'm going on stage with this testimony like (laughs) when this is over you're going down and so it's kind of like laughing in the stupidest moments and being inappropriate (laughs) and you know i have a little eight-year-old who's that don't ask don't tell kid like i don't want to ask the teachers and i don't want the teachers to tell me what she did today Mm -hmm. and so she's like yeah she broke into the boys bathroom i'm like dude she shops at target she's confused (laughs) And so, um, you know, and they're like, oh, she ate her earthquake kit food today. And I was like, mmm, hearty appetite. <laughs> so it's kind of like laughing at all the things. Yeah, who eats your earthquake kit? That's yeah. so ghetto. <laughs> but it's kind of, you have to laugh. You know, we were taking my little daughter to get a blood drawn and she would not let them put a needle Mm -hmm. in her arm. And her dad's like, well, we know she'll never do heroin, you know. (laughs) And so um, (laughs) 
I think comedians have a little bit more twisted sense of humor, but I do laugh when things are inappropriate to laugh at because I'm like, that's my coping mechanism. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, it just seems for me it's so much more healing when I can take myself a little less serious and just laugh Mm -hmm. at certain things and just be like, come on now. Yeah. It's not always going to be like this. And I think that moms should give their kids the gift of laughing together. And like, I know that I'm ridiculous. Like, I get it. I was doing like dance moves in the car and my 12 year old's like mortified. And the more mortified (laughs) she I was like, wait till carpool, baby. Like, I'm going to rock this jam, you know? (laughs) And she hates it, but she's laughing at the same time. Uh And just like giving the gift of like, Stop being their drill sergeant and just have a couple moments once in a while that just like let it go. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Especially in today's culture, I think what just people are being bombarded with all the negativity, the shootings, yes. the predators, blah, 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 the earthquake food the we have. I don't know. What we have <laughs> yeah, the snow right. food, you know, like just everything. And it's like, just laugh. Yeah. Well, my husband like keeps on the dry bar comedy channel mm-hmm. in his car so that he will have something to laugh at because yep. he is a very serious person. Mm-hmm. So it always cracks me up that when I get in his car, that's <laughs> that's on all that. the time. Well, thank you. Yes. Bless you. Carrie, you're amazing. Thank you guys for having me. You're a breath of fresh air. And everybody check out her two books. Mm-hmm. Here you go. You can hold thank that you. one. Thank you. Yes. So check uh, them out. Are yep. you coming you to Colorado Springs it. on your tour? I hope so. You would think that I would because it's kind of like the Christian Mecca. Yeah, you think, right? oh, you know what? I will be there. I'll let you know. I'm coming in 2020. I do have a date on my calendar in Colorado. I'll get you the uh, info. Sweet. I would love that. I know. Cool. Fun. I love it. <laughs> Thanks, Carrie. All right, Carrie. Thank you. Special thanks to Carrie for coming on the podcast today. Thank you to all you listeners for sharing this with your friends and family. God bless you. We will see you soon. Rebel Parenting is produced by Rebel Media House. And when you need a little help with your marriage or parenting, and everyone does, you can find it at rebelparenting.org. Sign up for the Rebel Update by texting the word REBEL to 444-999. That's R-E-B-E-L. And the number is 444-999. We love it when you share Rebel Parenting with your friends and family, so thank you. God bless. Thanks for spending your time with us. And we'll see you next time for another episode of Rebel Parenting.